and welcome to the Hit Stick Fantasy Football Bonus Episode Matchup Edition. I am your host, Mr. Mike Seta, joined as always by my best friends, Mr. QB1. Oh, just kidding. You're not the QB, Chris Sims, my bad. <laughs> I am a QB, but yeah, what's up? Hey, my bad. And the soulless canine, Rydog. Hello, hello, hello. Nice to see you guys are wearing the same clothes you were wearing last episode. That's a little weird, but <laughs> I'm not going to bring that up. Oh, maybe I just did. Hello. Thank you and for joining like- us to the Hit Stick Fantasy Football Podcast for our matchup episode. Uh, we ran a little long last uh, Tuesday episode, so we thought we'd give you the matchups on Thursday. So that way we could really delve into it and bring you guys promising fantasy football information. Now, to be fair, just so you're aware, we are recording this on Tuesday. So just be sure you're checking up with the injury updates and other news headlines. You know, when we talk about how great of a play, um, I can't think of who I want to hex right now. Allen Robinson? No. I have Allen Robinson. <laughs> don't want to hex Allen Robinson. Yeah, he's a solid play this yeah, week, too. When, so that'd be, that'd when be we bad. talk about how great of a play Chris Godwin is, and suddenly he's out for the rest of the year with a torn ACL, just make sure you follow up on that. And don't don't listen to that because that's not true. But uh, let's get started. Uh, you want to do some QB uh, streams of the week or some QB plays of the week? QB hits of the week. QB hits. That's what we're going to call this. Okay, QB hits. Chris. Who is your QB hit this week? It's Allen Robinson. No, I'm just kidding. It's Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. So I saw a lot that I liked about Josh Allen last week. Um, For starters, the Buffalo Bills were winning majority of their game, and Josh Allen was still back there slinging. He looked a lot better as a passer. He complete. I mean, he had, was he like 33 for 41 or something like that? Or something it, like that. It was around there. But anyway, he's playing Miami, so... <laughs> Start him up. He's going to run all over them. It's going to be a great game. All right. Sadie, you want to give me yours? Yeah. So my uh, QB stream of the week or QB play of the week. Or QB hit of the week. Hit of the week. There's three <laughs> different ways to say it. There's like five different ways to say it. But so you're not streaming these guys. The, Q, the QB that I want you guys to play this week that is going to be mostly available in a lot of your leagues is Mr. Tygod Taylor. And uh, the main reason why I like Tygod this week is he's going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. And I don't see them being able to just put them away with a lot of the weapons that they have in uh, L.A. So I think it's definitely going to be a high-scoring game. I think the Chargers are going to be on the on offense a lot. And Tyrod definitely holds a lot of upside with his rushing ability, as well as he's going to have to pass a little bit to Keenan, Hunter Henry, and, you know, Eckler and those. Two. So I think uh, going against the Chiefs, not really a great matchup, but it's definitely a shootout, and he can definitely put up some numbers. Yeah, and he's definitely available unless you play in our uh, full PPR 12-man league with uh, Steve the QB hoarder. (laughs) Steve's got like five quarterbacks. Yeah, moving on to mine, I also have a quarterback who I think is going to be playing from behind a lot this week, and that's Mr. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan going against the Dallas Cowboys. Matty Ice. Dude threw the ball 54 times last week. 37 completions, that's pretty good. Uh, two passing touchdowns, 450 yards. Who caught those passing touchdowns? And Calvin Ridley. Oh, yeah. Mr. Calvin Ridley. <laughs> Calvin Let's Ridley. Let's go. Yeah, you see the weapons he has around him. It's unreal, but that defense is so horrendous that they're not going to be able to stay in games the way they'd like to. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. That is a throw-first team. With the weapons they have, Matt Ryan could be a top-five quarterback this year. 
but he's going to be a top five quarterback this week. So go ahead and play him as one of your guys. Damn, getting bold there. You're like you're calling your shot. You got to call you're your shot. You're flat sometimes. out just saying. No, I'm saying start Josh Allen. You're guaranteeing I'm top guaranteeing five. Guaranteeing a top five for Matt Ryan. I'm gonna call you out next week. Ryan has to like climb out of that like six foot ditch he put himself in over the off season with all those <laughs> predictions. So he's trying to trying to go all for it at once. So that's uh, where he's trying to get. Tannehill did pretty good this week, didn't he? He did pretty great. Oh, yeah. get off the Tannehill wagon. <laughs> for Why? It's a great sake. wagon yeah, to be on. I'll just dig myself out of that <laughs> hole, huh? All right, uh, moving on to matchups. Actually, there's a small piece of news that ironically is centered around Allen Robinson that we might want to discuss here for a second. <laughs> oh, we can't use that. <laughs> Allen Robinson has requested a trade from the Chicago Bears. I mean, if you had Mitch Trubisky as your quarterback, I'd probably want to trade too. But, yeah. Thoughts? I mean, top five quarterback, Mitch Trubisky? (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. We know Allen Robinson doesn't want to be around a good quarterback. I get it. Yeah, I would love to see Allen get moved to to a team that's, like, hurting at receiver or doesn't have that, you know, number one guy. The thing that worries me is him going to a team like his division rivals, Green Bay Packers, or something like that, where they're hurting for depth, but they have a number one, and that just might hurt, like, a guy like Devontae's upside. So I would love to see him go to a team like San Fran, or you know some one of those what about teams. like a Houston, that would be a perfect fit. I don't know if I like that because I have a lot of a lot of hope for Fuller this year. But um, we'll, as a skill, Fuller's a viable guy, even like what Hopkins but, was. There. And that's what I was going to say. A look healthy Fuller is usable. Look what Fuller did. But Fuller, I think Fuller is better when he has somebody that's better yeah. than him on the other side because it puts him in those mismatched setups. I mean, he would go off for like thirty points when he had Hopkins on the other side. No, that that's definitely true. I just think that AR is just like classic target hog and classic reception hog to where Fuller would need big plays to to stay fantasy relevant. Yeah, it's concerning to me that he's not happy there. I don't think he's gonna get traded though. I just don't I think there's too much it's the season's already started. I mean, I don't know. It's I, I guess it could happen, but we'll see. All right. What is the one team, if you absolutely had to see him go, that you would love most for him to land at? Pittsburgh. Okay, other than, like, home <laughs> fan bias. I just love Allen Robinson. For me, for fantasy relevance, I think I would honestly go the New England Patriots with Cam Newton. Really? Yeah. For me, it's definitely Houston. Pair him with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I like I like Houston a lot. I think I'd like the Vegas Raiders. You know, they're hurting at wide receiver. That would be interesting. They got young guys there, but they can use a proven talent, so. Der- or Seattle. You know what's funny? Is Derek Carr be the best quarterback he ever played <laughs> 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 right off the bat, <laughs> you got to say Derek Carr is my best quarterback. I feel bad for you. Yeah, that was pretty mean. We shouldn't say that out loud. Uh, anything else on these uh, news? I think we covered a lot of the news earlier. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some news in between uh, this episode and next episode. So just uh, keep up to date on it. All right, then. We are on to Cincinnati. <laughs> are on to Cincinnati. Matchups are here. First game of the week, Thursday night. Cincinnati Bengals at Cleveland Browns. We're on to Cleveland. How are you guys liking this game fantasy-wise? Well, Nick Chubb is my uh, head of the week, so. Honestly, uh, both these teams kind of make me a little nervous. They got, you know, younger quarterbacks, new regimes in there. Um, a lot of new new staff. I know the Bengals staff's pretty much intact, but they got their new quarterback. Baker's intact from last year, but they got a whole new staff. So, you know, this these offenses, especially without preseason and any offseason workouts, they may take a little bit to come along and become fantasy-relevant. So for me personally, I'm probably staying away from a lot of these guys fantasy-wise in this matchup. Yeah, this is a game I'm taking a wait-and-see approach, unless you have guys like Odell Beckham or something and Nick Chubb that you have to start because of where you took them. I mean, do you have to start them, though? I you mean, do. With what Nick, With what Odell's done? I mean, granted, 
I would start Odell in this matchup. This is like, this is my last draw with Odell. Exactly. Like, like, that's what I was going to say. This is like my prove it game. Like I need to see something like the Bengals aren't a great team at all. They no. were the worst team in the league last year. And their defense is part of the reason why. Exactly. So this is a big spot for Baker to show out and get his guys the ball, move that offense, put up some points, prove some fantasy relevancy for us, but prove some real life relevancy for football. Like, and that's my concern is because, you know, I watched that Baltimore game and I get Baltimore has a top five ranked defense, but like Baker looked so bad. And like Odell, everyone that's off Odell and saying all these things about him, it's just like he he looked like Odell. I mean, you can't catch a ball that's thrown ten yards over your head. It just What about the one that hit him in the chest for a first down on a drive that we really needed? I mean, I I get it. You're gonna have some drops. I'm just saying that Baker, in general, to me, looks really, really bad. And if I, I mean, I, I, I'm not a Browns fan, but if I was, I, I feel bad because how many quarterbacks you guys have been through. But it's just like that is concerning me. I need to see Baker rip Cincinnati to be a believer again. And until it's, oh, I hate talking about him. <laughs> I, I know, I know, we're gonna have to. His move commercials on. are funny. We're gonna have to move on from it quick because we're we, we can talk all day about the Browns. Well, at least me and Ryan can probably. Um, the one thing I can say about the Browns is I really hope that their coaching kind of goes over that film and see where they struggled. And in my opinion, where they struggled the most is when they kept running out that empty set and had just shown their defense, one of the best pass rushing defenses in the league. Hey, we're going to pass the ball. Come and get us. And that's where we struggled. And I think that if you just leave Chubb, leave Janovich, Hunt, anybody in the backfield, there's a, a little sliver of chance of running the ball. They can't pin their ear back, and that's what we need because our offensive line isn't as good as it needs to be to be able to move the ball downfield. So it, that's where I think that the offense needs to improve the most. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, I don't want to say a high-scoring game, like a shootout, but it's going to be a lot of sloppy defense. You know, Joe Mixon, I think, is going to have a big bounce-back game. Nick Chubb going to have a big bounce-back game. Are you comfortable flexing Kareem Hunt? Yes, this week. Are you comfortable starting Jarvis Landry? Yep. Yes, this week. What about you with Hunt, Seta? Um, with Kareem, I think, yeah. I think the run game is going to definitely pick it up this, this week. So that's going to lead to Kareem just getting more touches because we're going to run the ball and get the ball more to our two best players, our two running backs. Is Joe Burrow streamable this week? Yes. Against a bad Cleveland defense. What about Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green? Playable. I like Tyler Boyd. I don't hate A.J. Green, especially because he is that guy and he hasn't Gotten hurt yet. Um, Joey Burrow, I don't know if I'd stream him yet. I'd kind of want to wait and see. He had that one rushing touchdown. It was a deep rushing touchdown. Most other NFL games, you're not going to see a play like that. No. So I'd want to see a little bit more consistency with him moving the ball down the field before I uh, you know, put him in my starting lineup. Yeah, I think John, I'm not going to say John Ross is playable this week, but definitely someone to keep an eye on this week because he's got that big play potential. And if Joe Burrow starts to find him early, it could be a problem. Yeah, and John Ross played the most percentage of the snaps out of any of the Bengals receivers this week. So that's yeah. kind of a crazy stat. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Keep your eye on Speedster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we on to Dallas? I guess so. All right, we are on to Dallas. One This doesn't feel like a 1 o'clock game. That Usually. feels like a Sunday night game or something or a 4 o'clock, even though they're East Coast teams. But we got Dallas hosting the Atlanta Falcons. I'm predicting shootout. Vegas is predicting shootout, 50-point over-under. Fantasy gold in this game. Start where everybody. Start? Yeah, where do we start? Start Matt Ryan. You start you, Dak Prescott. You just The only one you don't start is Blake Jarwin. 
Just yeah. so, just so you guys know, he's not playing anymore. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if we mentioned him on our we injuries. We did tore, forget to talk he, about. He tore his ACL. He's not gonna play the rest of the season. Cut him. Every other player, though, in this <laughs> matchup, play him. And if you're going against me this week, you should start Blake Jarwin. <laughs> All right, but for seriousness, Todd Gurley. You like Todd Gurley this week? Um. I don't like Todd Gurley at all, but if you drafted him, you should probably have to play him. So, I mean, I don't see a reason why you wouldn't play him. Let's put it like that. Um, it's not like Dallas. Is, I mean, Dallas does have a good front seven, in my opinion. So, I wouldn't expect a great game from him. But Van, Van Der Esch is also out. Yeah, Van Der Esch oh. is out. So, he, he broke his collarbone. He's out for, I think, three to six weeks. So, they do have a very good front four, and they have depth there where they can move guys in and out a lot on the defensive line. But Van Der Esch was running their defense. Jalen Smith moved to the outside. So... Definitely going to be a good run game for Gurley, in my opinion. Okay, that's fair. See, I don't, I don't have any shares of him, so he's not somebody that I'm paying attention to. But I mean, if you drafted him, you probably have to play him. So, you know, you could definitely see that. I would definitely be starting all the pass catching options. That's you know? a, that's what I'm going to get into now. So, obviously, you're playing Julio. Obviously, you're playing Calvin Ridley. You just picked up Russell Gates this week. It's right, can you can you start saying Calvin's name in front of Julio, please? Thanks. All right, you're playing Calvin Ridley. You're playing Julio Jones. <laughs> the torch has been passed, but. Russell Gage has just been picked up this week off your waiver wire. Are you playing him this week? I'd be comfortable flexing him if I needed to. It's not something that I, I mean. If there's a lot of guys I'd play over him, but it's a flex play. He could definitely hit. Yeah, this is one of the matchups where I wouldn't hate having to put him in there. Um, but like I said before, I think it's more of a kind of wait and see, and you know, let it play out. You should have some better options on your bench right now. Right. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. I'm guessing a bounce-back game. I think Russell Gage will see some regression in those targets and receptions and yards, and those will go more to Hurst, but that's just more of my hopes and ideas than anything. Now, if you're in a league, because a lot of people are, that, you know, some because every league's different. Mostly, you know, the standard is don't roster two tight ends, but if you're in a league and you do roster two tight ends and you have some better options, I would be looking to do the wait-and-see approach to see how long it takes for him to get familiar and acculated into that offense. Like, I'm starting Mike Kosicki over him. I'm starting Tyler Higby over him. I'm going to start Jared Cook over him. Just some examples of, you know, because there's a lot of leagues where people are rostering too. Now, but that's also tough because, you know, like I said, going into this matchup, this is the matchup you would want to play a pass catcher in Atlanta. This isn't a matchup where you would want to play their tight end usually Austin Hooper, but now that he's in Cleveland, it's Hayden Hurst. And he had a, not a dud of a week, but it was a, kind of a dud. It was a, it was a tight end week compared to everybody else on their team. It was kind of a dud. Yeah. So I'm going to throw one at you. Hayden Hurst or your start of the week, Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. Exactly. Yeah. But that's just Philly. That's just Philly things. I kind of like what Chris was saying. I would take me personally. I would probably take the wait and see with Hayden Hurst. I wouldn't definitely wouldn't cut him yet because I love that offense and all the weapons there. I'd keep him on my bench and maybe even pick up a guy like a Logan Thomas. Or like or Jonu Smith. Jonu I would Smith. definitely yes, put exactly. Jonu Smith yeah, in my I, I would put Jonu over him. And, you, and, but you would play Gasicki over him? Yes. Even with Gasicki playing the Bills? Yes. 100% with Gasicki playing the Bills. Especially, so, Mike Gasicki had a... If rough, you want to talk, we can talk about that at the Miami game. I just wanted to know. Yeah, we, well, I'll save, I'll save my yeah. stats for the uh, Miami game. If you follow me on Twitter, you know some interesting stats about... Um, <laughs> Mike Sicky, so I know that's it. Hit stick, Chris. By the way, <laughs> I'm at the real Ryan Long. Nobody cares about him. Anywho, uh, moving on to the Dallas side of the ball. Are you playing? You're playing. I'm playing uh, everybody. Amari Cooper. You're playing, you're playing Ezekiel. Are you playing Gallup? Yes. He, he was your start of the week. You, I, I, I was asking week. you. 
I, I would. I've always been a little bit down on Gallup, um, but this is definitely one of the matchups where you can, you definitely can feel confident playing. You playing sure. CD? Yep, CD all day. I think either one because I think one of those two have a good chance to hit this week. And I mean, granted, you're gonna. T- it's worth taking a gamble on, especially because those are probably wide receiver threes or flexes on your team. So there's a lot of upside there. Playing Dalton Schultz. Who the hell is that? That's the new tight end. That's the, that's the tight end. That's the one no, who took over and was I'm not, not very good. I would start Hayden Hurst over him. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's it for that game. Moving on to Rams at Philadelphia You didn't Eagles. tell me if we were playing Zeke or not. Are you playing Zeke this week, Chris? <laughs> I don't know. You're playing Zeke this week. Uh, 49 point over and under for this game. Rams at Philadelphia. Rams side of the ball. Jared Goff had a big down week last week. He was like the QB 31. I am worse than Baker in fantasy points. Jared Goff this week. Take a big bounce back. Yes, I do. I absolutely love Jared Goff. Jared Goff played a lot better than people think he did. It's just because he didn't get the touchdowns. Zero touchdowns. That's all it was. He looked good. Definitely. Jared Goff, like on the field as an NFL quarterback, I think he played great. Yeah. As a fantasy quarterback, he really hurt you. Trust me. I know. But he definitely played great. And I think it's a really good thing to see him being able to move the ball, not only down the field, but with those dink and dunks. The run game looked solid. Jared Goff's a solid guy for the Rams. And see, the thing is, I don't think he hurt you because with where Jared Goff was going this year, he was probably your QB2 anyway. So he probably wasn't in your starting lineup. But I I think Jared Goff is one of the quarterbacks to really keep an eye on this year as they could have a really big bounce back season and get back to where he was that fringe borderline quarterback one. And week one gave me a pretty damn good sign moving forward on that. So I'm happy to start Jared Goff if I needed to this week. All right. Uh, waiver darling Malcolm Brown. We playing him? Yeah, because if you're picking him up, the odds are you can put him in as your flex. So, I mean, I think that I'd be com- I'd be comfortable doing that. It's- comfortable flexing him, but yes. not comfortable as one of your top RB spots. I mean, obviously, if you're desperate, like it bells down and you need something there, you're going to put him there. But are you like flexes where you're probably I don't mind them? starting him is what I'm saying. Okay. For me, uh, yeah, I, I think Malcolm Brown's a decent decent play this week. Like I said, he just, it, it scares me with all those guys. In yeah, the what about like, like Cam Akers? Exactly. It, 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 he could very take off this week, very easily. You know, you think Brown will be better than Acres this week? I do. I think that Brown's going to be better than Acres for majority of the season. Oh. Personally, I do. I, I'm not as worried about Cam Akers. Um, I definitely think that Brown's going to be the running back to own there. I understand it can flip, and as I said in the last episode, I think I don't think Sean McVay is going to lean on one guy. But what always is going to sway Malcolm Brown into my lineup over Cam Akers is the goal line work. Yeah, very true, very true. Honestly, uh, before we move on to another position, the, my favorite fantasy option in this matchup is the L.A. Chargers defense. Like I said Rams, last week. Rams. Oh, yeah, L.A. Rams. <laughs> sorry, I was looking at the Chargers on my sheet. Um, but the Rams defense, you know, I told you guys about the Washington football team defense last week, and they racked up like They did. That was 50, a good call. Like 15 sacks or something like that. No, it wasn't that high, but it, it was, was a lot. It was eight. Which and, is- and they had a very good fantasy outing, so – you know, especially with a guy like Aaron Donald who will, th- like, you know, break one block and then throw the other guy who's trying to block him into the quarterback. I feel confident starting the Rams defense this week for sure. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I can I can definitely agree with that. Um, now, pass catchers for the Rams. Cooper Cup. Lo- uh, love him. A nice solid eight points in full PPR format last week. I don't love him this Big week. Big down week. I, I don't. I wasn't loving that at all. Because I think he's going to get the Darius Slay treatment. You think so? I mean, it's either be, I, I don't know. I think he could because I, it kind of seems like both are going to line up on the outside a lot. I don't, I, if you drafted Cup, odds are you have to play him. And he does have the upside. 
I like Robert Woods more than him in this matchup, personally, because I feel like they, they move Woods around a lot more, or at least that's what I saw in game one. Uh, my favorite pass-catching option is my uh, start of the week, which is Tyler Higby, just because I think that Philly has an improved secondary, and I see Jared Goff looking to Higby over the middle of the field a little bit more than usual this week, just because I think that's going to be there. Um, but like I said, you used high draft capital on Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. If you're in a eight-man league or something, and you you have options to pivot, I don't think it's a horrible idea. It's very hard to sit a guy like Cooper Cup, though. Right. So, at the same time, it's like I said, you might want to flip a coin on that one. I'm not telling anyone to sit Cooper Cup, but I am a little nervous about him this week. Yeah, I was a little nervous about him last week, you know, that he got that uh, 12 personnel treatment where he was not the focal point of that offense. Robert Woods was. Robert Woods was all over the place. Robert Woods really was big time so last other week. than the running, running of the ball, it was a Robert Woods show, so... I'm loving Robert Woods moving forward. I've always been loving Robert Woods, so I'm keeping an eye on Cooper Cup, but I was not comfortable seeing that. I did think that Cooper Cup looked real ugly in that new number. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, those new jerseys. I don't yeah. I don't hate the jerseys. I, I just hate, hate the helmet. Yeah, I just I, I like him so much better in like 18, I think that's what he was. Van Jefferson, any interest from you guys? No, to not be yet. Added? Not he, yet. He's a, I mean, he's, he's a good ad. Yeah, he's a guy to keep your eye on. Uh, not a guy I would want to like, you know, roster or you know, throw my lineup or anything, but a good guy to keep your eye on because he has breakaway speed for sure. Yeah, and uh, Gerald Everett, as far as things are dealt, he was banged up last week. I'm not starting him. Yeah, definitely not. Now, are you starting Cam Akers? He did get a good amount of work. If I have to, but I'm I'm not looking forward to that yet. I want more of the pass-catching options here just because I think that's where they beat Philadelphia, but if you have to, I mean, worse things can be done, so... All right, now let's uh, flip to the other side here. And so not a Philly. Carson Wentz, Mr. Shit the Bed in the second half last week. Got sacked eight times, threw a couple picks. It was not That offense was not flowing. That football team got to them, and I mean the football team. Are you playing Carson Wentz this week? If I have other options, no. I think it all depends on if Miles Sanders comes back. I think that offense is going to look completely different when he comes back. And it's not going to be pass, 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 pass. So if he can go, I wouldn't hate putting Carson Wentz in if that was my best option. Um, but if he's out, I'm with Chris here. I'd probably want to find someone new to put in there this week. And my concern is that the Rams have a strong... I mean, Aaron Donald automatically is going to boost that front. And then on top of that, you got Ramsey in that secondary. So it's just like... I would prefer to look elsewhere, especially because they're having a lot of offensive line issues. And even if Miles Sanders comes back... Odds are he's still not 100%. And Boston Scott got dinged up a little bit last week, so I don't know if I'd be comfortable playing him either. Yeah, I'm not playing either one of those guys. Stay away I mean, from that backfield. Uh, if Sanders is healthy, it's kind of hard to keep him out of your lineup, but at the same time, I, I'm concerned, and I'm concerned for the pass-catching options too outside of Dallas Goddard. And, I mean, if you have Ertz, you got to keep playing him. But, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not crazy about DJX this week. I'm not crazy about Rieger. I'm not crazy about, you know, the – No Arcega Whiteside, no Ward? No. I mean, if, if Heinz Ward is on the team. It's essentially I'm playing Ertz, I'm playing Goddard. Yeah. And I'm staying away from everyone else. I, I can agree with that. Uh, is, that is that it? Yeah. I'd just be Except for uh, Miles Sanders. Wait to hear about him. And like Chris said, I'd plug him in if he's good to go. All right. We're on to Pittsburgh. Denver at Pittsburgh. One o'clock starts. Uh, 41 point total over and under. Drew Locke. No. Kind of an interesting character. No. No? Yeah, I'm not playing him either. I mean, it's just, I, I definitely want to keep watching him. I'm excited. I think that he, I mean, Daniel Jones has played pretty good, but it's just, 
he's young, too young, going up against this really, really stout defense. I'm not that crazy about him at all. Now, his pass catching options are interesting to me. I don't. No, actually, they're not. Never mind. <laughs> Melvin Gordon. No. Yeah, I'm no. gonna. I'm staying away from I'm pretty sitting. much all of the Broncos this week. The way I saw that Pittsburgh front just demoralize. I know it's a sorry offensive line. Don't get me wrong, but they still have Zeitler. They still have uh, Ernan Gomez, who's or Will Hernandez or whoever. I don't know who it is. I think that was a basketball player, Ernan Gomez. <laughs> um, but you know they don't have. It's not just complete wash all across the board, and that Pittsburgh front demoralized them. Like they, it was embarrassing. So I'm not playing anyone from the Broncos this week. Not playing the pass catchers. You know, pass catchers did well against Pittsburgh. I would play week. Noah Font. You play Noah Font, but I don't want to play Cortland Sutton coming back off an injury, being no, paired. I I see. I like Judy's interesting to me, but I don't think you where you drafted Judy, you don't need to start him. So I would like to hold on to him a little bit longer and just wait and see. I do like what I saw from him in week one, though, but I'm completely off of that Denver Broncos team right now. And Melvin Gordon, you know, I get which another piece of news. We're saving a lot of the news for the matchups just because we're talking on Phil Lindsay's banged up. He's on IR. So, I mean, he's going to be gone for about three weeks. That's great for Melvin Gordon. I'm excited for Melvin Gordon moving forward, but I just watched Saquon Barkley get shut down by this team. And Melvin Gordon was drafted in that third, fourth round when that where it's like you have other guys that you can pivot to that are usually your flex plays or, you know, like people you got off the waiver. Like if I get Naheem Hines off the waiver wire, I'm starting him over Melvin Gordon. Same with Malcolm Brown. Now, but with Philip Lindsay being out and Melvin Gordon receiving more work than he was getting. Did he, Saquon Barkley receive all of the work? Yeah. And did he get shut down? He did. Yeah. Is Saquon Barkley better than Melvin Gordon? Yeah, he is. And Pittsburgh's at home. You're really talking me oh, out of Oh, catch-up field. Oh, congrats. Ugh. You're going to hear Renegade as you hear Melvin Gordon get slammed to the ground. Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. He he, he was slinging the ball last Three week. touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Limping a lot, but, you know, looked fine other than, you That's know, just being Big ben. ben. That's just Big Ben being Big Ben. What, yeah. what, what was up with that cast he kept putting on when he would go off to the sideline? It's to keep his arm warm because, according to the doctors with uh, the Tommy John surgery that he just had, um, it's good to keep the arm warm when he's playing in the games. I'm not a doctor. I don't understand the science why, but that's what they said. It's no, I, I was yeah. just curious because when I saw him throw that on, it was like in the second quarter or either the very early third quarter. And then I saw uh, Rudolph warming up. So I was like, what the, what the, what's going on here? And then he just walked right back out there and just played like Big Ben. So I was like, oh. All right. Well. Yeah, but I I like Big Ben in this matchup. I do. I think that um he could be a good play here. I like pretty much all the Steelers in this matchup. I'm definitely starting Juju. I think Deontay Johnson's a great wide receiver three or flex play with the target share that he just got last week. I'm not going to like plug in a Claypool or a James Washington just yet, but they are people I'm keeping my eye on. Um, Benny Snell. If James Conner's out. If James Conner's out, you're playing Benny Snell? Yes. Okay. And if James Conner's in, playing I'd prefer to not play James Conner. Yeah, I'm not playing anybody there if James Conner's in. I I wouldn't mind Snell if he's out because, you know, they do like to use the bell cow. But and he looked good. He did look good. Uh, wide receivers, you already went over. Juju, you're playing. Deontay. Yeah, how do you guys feel about that? I'm I'm all, I'm about him. I, I wouldn't be against I wouldn't, like, hate it if I had to. Like Deontay, that's Deontay and Juju, yeah. not the other two. Yeah, no, that's just Deontay and Juju. Juju obviously playing. Deontay, and I'll, I'll see, but I'm, it's not the worst thing. Ten targets. In the world. Exactly. Like, he's it's he's not a wide receiver thing. three or a flex play. Yeah. Now, Eric Ebron, are you going to take a shot on him? Yes, mostly because Denver gave up the third most fantasy points last week, and that looks like that's the point to attack them at. 
I'm playing Ebron. Ebron week. or Hayden Hurst? Uh, Hurst. Setter? I'd probably go Ebron. I just think they have more tight end options in Pittsburgh. You know, they still have Vance there. Vance was still getting a couple targets last week. I don't know if Ebron's really set in there yet as the top pass catching tight end, but. For the record, I would still go Hurst. Yeah. Uh, that's it for that game. You're playing Pittsburgh's defense, obviously. Definitely against Drew Locke. Although Drew Locke doesn't make a lot of mistakes, so I wouldn't expect like no. a huge crazy game from him. I do think they're going to have trouble running the ball and they're going to have trouble moving the ball, though. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Buffalo at Miami. Buffalo, you're playing Josh Allen, Devin Singletary, and Zach Moss. You love Zach Moss, as you said earlier this Hits week. It's of the week in this game. Ah, uh, you like Devin Singletary? Um, not really. I he just he just worries me. The type of NFL player he is isn't a very good fantasy player. Straight up, he he runs decent in between the twenties, but he never gets red zone looks, and it doesn't seem like they're going to try to target him all that much. So I, I'm I'm off of the Singletary. And can be a little prone to fumble sometimes, and when you're working with another running back, that's not something you want to look for. So, I mean, they're playing Miami, so that's a big plus. Like, that's why I would like to use Singletary, but I'm not happy about it. I'm not comfortable. Yeah, he's one of those people you start and kind of, eh. Yeah, like he's probably, I think he might be my RB2 in our 12-man this league, and I'm not happy about it, but we'll find out. Uh, Stephon Diggs, John Brown. John Brown, big game. I'm definitely stuck. I think John Brown, everybody that got John Brown, you got a bargain because he has the best chemistry with Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and I like him a lot this week. I'm definitely okay starting him. Diggs looked good, too. I'm yeah. okay starting him as well, especially in a Miami matchup where this team is still kind of figuring things out. So I do like the pass-catching options there. Yeah, eight catches for 86 yards from Diggs last week. Like that's, I was, I was expecting a real slow start from him I wasn't. trying to get comfortable with Josh Allen, but the matchup was very, very good for yeah. that i mean once they lost uh jamal adams there in new york cole beasley another someone we didn't bring up in the waiver wire earlier this week but cole beasley is another person that people are targeting on the waivers in those deeper leagues you playing cole beasley i wouldn't want to yeah i'm staying away from cole for sure dawson knox we touching the tight end in no buffalo yet nah I, I think he got an end zone look this week and that was about all i've heard from him so i don't know on to the miami side of the ball Moving on. Moving on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm not playing anyone on Miami, so. Outside of Mike Gesicki. Now, I did have some interesting stats to bring up about Mike Gesicki. Oh, that's right. Yes. I do think Mike Gesicki's a good play, and this is why. He did have a quiet day. This was a tweet that I saw from uh, Mr. John Daigle. I don't know who that is, but he put out a good tweet. So, but it, it was a quiet day for Mike Gesicki, but he only had five targets, which was a 16.6% of the market share. Yeah, it looked bad on the surface, but at the same time, he played 71.1% of the snaps in the slot, and he also was on the field for 45 out of their 62 ran plays. So, And with Devontae Parker nursing an injury right now, I think that Mike Kosicki, opportunity-wise, is going to be a great tight end play going forward. So for somebody that's, you know, a, the big thing when you're starting a tight end is usually opportunity. Who's going to be on the field? Who's going to get the looks? Basically, that's what it comes down to. And if you don't have Parker, you know, he might be able to sneak a touchdown out. So I, I would play Kosicki. Outside of that, I'm hands off. Yeah, I'm hands off. Mostly everywhere there, even Kosicki, personally for me. Is that a- One person I'd uh, keep an eye on is maybe Preston with uh, Preston Williams with Parker uh, a little bit banged up, but... I don't think I'd confidently put him in my lineup yet. Oh, and that Gaskin guy. I'm just kidding. Who is that? Who is Gaskin? <laughs> Moving on to the next game. We got New York Giants uh, playing the Chicago Bears. Uh, 43 point over under. New York is not at home. 
Chicago's at home. They're at Chicago. Oh, I was thinking in the chats. I'm sorry. Yeah, you were wrong. Uh, Daniel Jones, he looked decent last week against the Steelers. You know, I think. I don't think he's a terrible play. I don't think he's the worst play. He's not the person I'd want to play, but he's, he's not a terrible yeah, play. But playing Chicago's defense, I know they're not the scary defense they were a couple years ago, right when uh, man, I'm drawing a blank. Khalil. Khalil went there, but there's still something to be reckoned with. You can attack them on the receivers, but that's about it. Uh, Saquon could be in for another rough go. I mean, you're starting Saquon. Obviously, you're starting Saquon. I mean, that's a given, but... Are you still rolling? Are you? Do you expect Darius Slayton to keep it going? Yes. I'm projecting a, a good game from Darius Slayton What about Slayton you, again. Seta? I don't think he's going to do exactly what he did he's, last yeah, week. He's not going to have 100 yards and two touchdowns again, but I think he's good for like six catches for like 80 yards. That that would be a solid solid game for him. I, if he could get to that, I would definitely feel confident starting him. I don't know if he's going to get to that. Just because there's guys like on their team like Evan Ingram who had like zero catch. I think he had one catch for like four yards or something. And he got nothing. He got nothing from them. Um, and I could just see that, you know, more of their pieces on offense get involved. So that's why I'm a little nervous about Slayton going forward. All right. And I imagine you feel the same about Sterling Shepard kind of. Yeah. I've, I've never been high on Sterling Shepard. Um, I like Slayton and Tate and Ingram if all, Tate over, plays. all over them. Yeah. yeah. I know Tate's banged up right now, but I like all of them over Shepard. I think Shepard's got a, He's probably got the safest floor out of all of them. He'll probably get you four catches for 40 yards, and that's it. Yeah. You're hoping for a touchdown in there, but when you're playing a safe uh, type of matchup, he's someone I wouldn't mind plugging in. Um, yeah, I'm not playing really anyone else there. Ingram you have to play because he's probably that top tight end you took. Other than that, no one there on that side. You, Chris? Yeah, I'm not crazy about this game. All right, Chicago side, Mitch Trubisky. No. Was he in the QB five this week? Now, I granted who called that? Uh I did. No. Yeah, good good job, Ryan. Thank that you. Was a good fuck? call. Yeah. Thank no. I, I told you. Kiss and Titties Mitch Trubisky is like a god amongst men. Don't make me get the time machine back here. <laughs> men or football never dies. Men or football never dies. Yeah, so moving on, next matchup. Well, hold on. We still got other players here. We got moving on, next matchup. David Montgomery <laughs> played? Um, not if I if I don't have to, no. No. Uh, Tariq Cohen, full PPR. I'd flex him in full PPR, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, actually, honestly, thinking about it, Montgomery might not be a terrible play this week. That Giants defense is not, um, you know, anything to – they're not anything to brag home about, but, you know. Yeah, I would say Montgomery's just as good, if not better, than Benny Snell. Uh, their offensive line is definitely way worse, but – I can see him having decent success against the Giants. And where he dipped in drafts, he's probably like a flex. So, Anthony Miller? We like an Anthony Miller? No, not really. I like Allen Robinson, but not Anthony Miller. No. Uh, Ted Ginn, and uh, we're not touching any of those. Yeah, I think Allen Robinson is a smash mouth play this week. I think he's going to really tear Alan it up. Allen Robinson, I'm really glad we're talking about him. Allen Robinson Top is five. going to feast if he's still on the Chicago Bears as the time this comes out. But he is going to feast. I'm glad you're saying that. Yeah, I'm saying that. Uh, you know I love Allen Robinson. Yeah. I'm a big Allen Robinson truther, but uh, you're playing him regardless. It doesn't matter. If he's on your team, you drafted him early, you're playing Allen Robinson. Jimmy Graham. No. Not at all? No. Not even any slight interest? It's like a dart throw? If you want to take a dart throw on a touchdown, sure, but I, I don't want to. Yeah, he's he's one of those dart throw touchdown type of guys, and I wouldn't be opposed to him, but eh, just not, not loving it. Uh, next game. Hear yeah. that? The same person that said play Allen Robinson said play Jimmy Graham. 
All right. We have Minnesota at Indianapolis. So, Chris, who do you like on the Minnesota side of the ball? On the Minnesota side of the football, I mean, as always, you're starting Dalvin Cook um, and Adam Thielen. And uh, I don't really want to start Kirk Cousins, but, um, you know, that's pretty much where the line's at. Yeah, Adam Thielen feasted last week. Uh, Madison had six carries for 50 yards himself. Like, that was pretty impressive, but you're not playing him yet. But something you like to see out of your handcuffs, if you're a handcuff type of guy like I am. Uh, Adam Thielen, he had a hell of a stat line. He was, I think, the wide receiver three or four this week. Yeah, he he popped off. He was definitely a big-time play. Um, not doing good for my uh, Juju versus Adam Thielen bet. but No, six catches for 110-2. and two. Uh, You're going to take that every week. It seems Diggs leaving really did uh, open things up for him. Yeah, he was the wide receiver three in half PPR format. Yeah. Uh, are you playing Justin Jefferson now? Nope. Yeah, I'm not really I'm not playing I'd feel more. Either. I'd feel more confident putting Ola B.C. Johnson in. <laughs> Which I'm not doing that either, in all honesty. Or no, Tajay Sharp? <laughs> no. I'm not playing any of their tight ends ever. Irv Smith would be the only one I'd consider, and that's in a super deep league. Um, To the indie side of the ball. We've already talked a lot about these guys this week. We love the indie side of the ball. Are you playing Phillip Rivers? Uh, if I have to. I mean, I don't think he's a horrible play. I mean, there's a lot of guys I would like over him. I feel the same way about Kirk Cousins, too. I mean, it's like... No. That Minnesota defense is dog shit. Yeah, I agree. But it's at the same time, I just... I don't know. I feel like they're going to utilize the run. It, you could definitely start Phillip Rivers and be fine with it. It's There's just a lot of people I'd like over him. I like the options that he has. I'm definitely starting Campbell. I'm starting Hilton. If you want to take a dart throw on Michael Pittman, go for it. You want to start Jack Doyle? Sure. You want to start Naheem Hines? Definitely. Jonathan Taylor? 100%. But I don't really... It's, it's funny because it's like... I don't necessarily want to start Phillip Rivers because you just never know... When it's not like it's like I said, if you if he's your best option, you're not in terrible shape. There's just a lot of quarterbacks I'd prefer over him. Yeah, he's a very he's not even boomer bust because he's never had a 30 point fantasy game. I love to bring that up every episode. And he doesn't really have a safe floor either. He's so unpredictable with the ball, but I think the talent around him is going to help. And I think he could be playable this week, especially because the Vikings defense is garbage. And I love Jonathan Taylor. I love Naeem Hines. Love Paris Campbell. Love T.Y. Hilton, like you said. It's just, I'm I'm playing all the Colts. All the Colts that I can. That's fair. Seta, anything? Yeah, I kind of follow the same line as you. I don't know if I'm going to go as far as putting um, Phillip Rivers in, but I definitely like their running attacks, and especially going against Minnesota. like their receiving options. All right, moving on. We got Detroit at Green Bay Packers. Uh, let's see, a 47.5 point total projection. Matt Stafford, you're playing, question mark? Yeah, I would. I mean, he's not a horrible play. I definitely, if you have other options, I would pivot to them. Just unless I, just until I know the status of Kenny Galladay. You touch on that backfield? No. Not unless I have to. Yeah, I, I feel like if you had a couple injuries happen, because there have been a few in the running back area, I wouldn't hate going AP just because he's all day and... He'll get at least 10 carries. Who knows if he'll make what he did last week out of it, but you can't not give AP the ball. Right, right. And it looks like, I mean, Green Bay's defense isn't anything too great, especially against the wide receivers. They gave up the eighth most points last week. Kenny Galladay, if he's back, you're playing him. If he's not back, or if, even if he is back, Marvin Jones, you playing Marvin Jones? Um, I wouldn't hate playing Marvin Jones. I, I definitely want Kenny Galladay back in. Um, I 
I don't know if I'm playing Kenny Galladay if he's back. I need, I kind of want to know if he's 100. So I don't want a situation where I start a guy and three snaps in, he goes out and doesn't come back. So that's always something that concerns me. If I have, if I survived last week without him, I would be comfortable rolling the dice again. Granted, he's a very hard person to sit when active. I would play Marvin Jones, though. Marvin Jones always has the chance to pop off for three touchdowns. So, And if you're putting him in as like a flex or a wide receiver three, then, yeah, I would be completely fine with that, just for the upside. Now, Danny Amendola. No. No. Not even at all. I personally don't want to. I mean, no, not for me. What about you, Sada? Yeah, I'd probably stay away from Danny. Um, I'd honestly, I know last week I was real high in Hawk, too. Um, if he's your one tight end, you can definitely put him in there. It should be a shootout, but... I wouldn't expect him getting another touchdown because tight ends just don't get that many touchdown looks, and that's where they're you know usually the most dominant. And I don't know, he just got one last week. It's unlikely he gets another one this following week, so I'd probably stay away from Hawk too. Yeah, it looks like tight end is the position that you don't want against Green Bay, and that's about it. You want all the other ones. Uh, I'm playing Marvin Jones. Yeah, I don't Marvin mind Jones playing everywhere. Marvin Jones. I'm playing him in my Marvin Jones Premium League, where it's just me. <laughs> Uh, you know how much I love Marvin Jones. Just had to say his name a few times. Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. Is he back? He's definitely a start this week. It's not like Detroit is, it, is he def- back? I mean, he's playing Detroit. He's good for at least three Hail Marys. Are, are we getting MVP Aaron Rodgers back? Discount double check Aaron Rodgers back? No. No? I mean, I, I like I like him a lot. I think he's a good player this week. What about you, Sutton? How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers? Is he back? Um, I hope so. I really do. Um. <laughs> They threw the ball way more than I was expecting week one, and I think they listened to the pod and you know knew that they had two rookie corners in there. Figured that out from me, probably, you know. <laughs> but um, I just I don't know. I I feel like Green Bay they're always going to be a decent passing offense with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. So I'm always going to be confident in putting Aaron Rodgers out there and Devontae Adams. And so, Lafleur is an avid listener of our podcast. Definitely. He has sent us some emails. Now, you're playing Aaron Jones. You're playing Devontae Adams. Are you playing Alan Lazard? I'd prefer not to. You're playing MVS. I would prefer not to. Are yeah, I would I would want to wait a few more weeks to see how that shakes out a little bit more yeah, for the you, fantasy relevance. You can insert Rebelance. any other pass-catching option in Green Bay, and my answer was I'd prefer not to. Yeah, that's pretty much where I am, too. Uh, moving on, we got Jacksonville at Tennessee. Uh, Gardner Minshew against that defense. Um, that's a tough one for me personally. I didn't think he was going to do what he did against the last Neither defense, I. though. I wouldn't hate it. I would start him over Kirk Cousins. I would start him over Baker Mayfield. I would start him over start some him over Jared Goff. No, not this not week. This week, not this week. No. no, I didn't think so. You got any others to throw at me for the line? Um, I'd start him over Phil Rivers. I'd start him over Phil Rivers. You'd start him over Tyra Taylor. Yes, I would. Would you start him over Carson Wentz? Yes, I would. Really? Unless, unless I hear that they have an offensive line again and Miles Sanders is back in the lineup. All right, Drew Brees. No. Tom Brady. No. All right, we'll draw their line around there. Uh, James Robinson, I, are you playing him yet? He if probably you wasn't in to. your starting lineup last week, but you saw that he got the opportunity. He wasn't crazy good, but... He was used. You definitely uh, can play him because you're going to get opportunity. So I, I don't mind plugging him in as an RB2 or, in fly, or a flex, especially if you're one of the teams. I mean, this is becoming a common theme here, but if you're one of the teams dealing with injury, he's great. But even if you're not and you just need a viable option, you know he's going to get target. He's going to get attempts. So I, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, You're dropping Chris Thompson, obviously. 
Yeah, right. he is droppable, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, don't don't ever play Chris Thompson again. Uh, DJ Shark, think a big bounce back game this week? Yeah, I think those are the two uh, two of the guys I would want to play in Jacksonville would be DJ and LaVisca. I think those are the two guys I wouldn't mind having to be played um, in Jacksonville. I don't think it's going to be a very high-scoring game, so it's going to be all reception-based. So I think they can get a couple looks, get you some nice PPR points, but I'm not expecting a lot of touchdowns. All right. That's very fair. Tennessee side of the ball. Tannehill? Yes. Yes. I'm starting everybody in Tennessee outside of Corey Davis. Oh, you were a big uh, Corey Davis truther in this. I was a big add him off the waiver wire if he's (laughs) there and uh, you can put him as a stash just to see. I still don't. Corey Davis is literally Sammy Watkins. Let me see him do it for three straight games and then I'll think about maybe buying a ticket for that bus. Yeah, you're playing A.J. Brown, you're playing uh, Jonu Smith. A.J. Brown was almost one of my hits of the week, so I really do like A.J. Brown to bounce back. Um, I definitely, we've already talked about Jonu Smith a little bit here, so I'm I'm all aboard of that train, and I'm definitely cool starting Ryan Tannehill as well. All right. Is that anything to add to that game? No, I'd, I'd feel confident going against Jacksonville, anybody you got on their team. And Derrick Henry is a smash play this week because he always tears up Jacksonville. Yeah. You're going to get 20-plus from Derrick Henry this week. Yep, I can see that too. Uh, moving on, we got Carolina at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay. Uh, Bridgewater, you're not playing, I'm guessing. I'd prefer not to. Christian McCaffrey. Uh. I, I don't know. Should you start him? <laughs> DJ Moore, yes, you're playing. Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel. Robbie Anderson had a pretty good week last week, making him one of those waiver darlings that you see at the top of the list when you're looking at players who are free agents in your league. He's going to be added. Are you comfortable playing Robbie Anderson this week? Um, what do you think, Seth? I'm passing on you. Uh, I don't think I'd be confident throwing Robbie in yet. Um, like I said multiple times, I think there's so many mouths to feed out there in Carolina, um, including CMC, DJ, Curtis Samuel will get his sooner or later, and even Ian Thomas. So I don't. I think it's going to be a good game to play some of the Panthers guys, but I'd want to like it's similar to the last matchup. I want to kind of see how their receiver room kind of works itself out before I confidently put in Samuel or Anderson. Especially when you factor in that all of them got very similar target shares. Now, I would, for me, this is matchup-based. If you're going up against a juggernaut team that's just stacked all the way through and you need upside, I wouldn't mind throwing either Curtis Samuel or Robbie Anderson in as my flex and just hope you get the big boom play. But outside of that, I'd prefer to not start either one of them. Yeah, I can't really argue against you there. Uh, moving on to the Tampa Bay side of the ball. Tom Brady? I would start him, yeah. yeah. Ronald Jones? Yes. I think Ronald Jones is actually a great play this week. He was in, also in consideration for a hit of the week. Carolina's front seven is like creme brulee. Like, you don't have to do anything to break through <laughs> it. So, I do like Rojo. I think Rojo is still going to command majority of the carries. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for Leonard Fournette to kind of get familiar. That was kind of what shied me away, but, you know, if you're in the situation where you have Rojo, I think he's similar to what I've been saying. He's somebody that you can flex, and when you have a person that you can put in your flex that has a possibility of getting 17 carries against the Carolina defense that Josh Jacobs just literally destroyed, um, I think he's a good play. So, All right, what about uh, Mike Evans? I mean, you kind of have to, but I don't like it. Chris Godwin, obviously, you are. Scotty Miller? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'd start Scotty Miller before Mike Evans. And then tight ends, what are you doing at tight end in Tampa Bay? You going Gronk, you going OJ Howard? 
I was so like I was it was such a uh, mix of emotions watching that game because it was like oh my god OJ Howard's actually you know playing football and then you're like wait Gronk has nothing nothing so <laughs> it it really kind of sucks so I I would probably stay away from their tight end room Man, for it now sounds like somebody made Gronkowski a miss in this table and got a a lot of shit for it hey, it's one week dude I mean a lot of shit's a little bit of an over you guys both called it a miss yeah or probably you called him a hit. Hey, wait, just, just wait it out. He might be a hit this week. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. He's still Gronk. Gronk spiked. Gronk still does things. Uh, moving on. Next game. Go for it. We got San Francisco at New York Jets. Fantasy-wise. Starting San Francisco's defense. Starting that's for San sure. Francisco's defense. Starting Raheem Mostert. I think he's a good play this week, yes. Uh, Garoppolo. I really like Garoppolo this year, so I, I'd put him in, especially against the Jets for sure. Yeah. I don't mind it. Uh, Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon that kind of mixed in and out in that running back batch. I'd per, I would like to not start either one of them. If I have to choose, I'm going McKinnon. I must say, I, I liked watching McKinnon out on the field. It I was did nice too. to actually see him back for the past two years. He's been gone. Never even got to see the field once there in San Francisco. I think first play, is that how it went? Or first play at practice, something like that. He never got to show. So I'm excited to see what he can do there. They paid him a lot of money. I do think he's a good play. This I think he's a great hold this year. And if you can buy low on him right now, for I mean, I know when I say buy low, I mean dirt cheap. Don't like pay up anything big for him. But I mean, if you can just get him for free, basically, he's a good ad. All right, you're obviously playing Kittle. Are you playing any of the San Francisco wide receivers? Who are the San Francisco wide receivers? You got to make me click a button to go find them. You got <laughs> no, you don't have Brandon to. Brandon Ayuk. The answer is no. Ayuk still banged up. I mean, it is a Debo's, great matchup. Debo's on Debo's the IR. IR. I think the main guys I have there is like Kendrick Bourne. Dante Pettis. If you wanted to play Bourne, I'm not against it, but that's the only one. Yeah. Uh, Jet side of the ball, you playing anyone here? No. Jamison Crowder. Yeah, I would would look at Chowder and uh, Herndon. Herndon. Yeah, Yeah, those are the only two. Yeah, that ends it there for me too. Uh, Next game, we got to the 4 o'clock games. Now 4.05, we got Washington at Arizona. Washington, that sneaky team last week. You liking anyone there? I like this game because I think Washington's going to be able to stay competitive in it with that defense and the way it looked. But in that, with that being said, I'm still starting all my Arizona assets. I'm starting Kyler Murray. I'm starting DeAndre Hopkins. I'm starting Kenyon Drake. Um, I think that's about it there, though. What about uh, Chase Edmonds? He was definitely a bigger role in the offense than a lot of people were expecting. Like A lot of plays geared up and made just for him. Any uh, flex option there? I don't hate it. It's not something I want to do. I do think there's a lot of better options, but you might get lucky. I mean, it's pretty much touchdown or bust for that, in my opinion. So I don't really want to rely on that, but it's at the end of the day, I mean, he does have a chance. In that offense, anybody on the field has a chance to score. So All right, opposite side of the ball, Peyton Barber and Antonio Gibson. What are you doing with them? I don't hate starting Gibson. I'm not starting Barber. I'd prefer to not start Gibson and continue to hold off and see, but I do think they're going to gradually get him more involved. Um, you know, if you can't, if you can afford to keep him on your bench, it's obviously a good place for him. But I, I think he's going to start every week. I, I, I'm expecting to see him kind of be slightly more involved. All right, uh, Terry McLaurin playing. Absolutely. None of the other wide receivers really pique my interests. The only other person in Washington is Logan Thomas, Logan Thomas their yes. tight end. Yeah. Now, keep the theme going. Logan Thomas or Hayden Hurst? Hayden Hurst. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I 
We're just going to run through every tight end, and you're going to say, I agree after I say Hayden Hurst. And then we're going to end up with. I've disagreed on quite a few. We're just going to end up with Hayden Hurst as our tight end once this week. (laughs) I hope hope you guys think that. (laughs) Um, Next game, we got the big game 425 Kansas City Chiefs at LA Chargers. You're playing Mahomes. You're playing CEH. You're playing Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins. Clyde Edwards Hilaire looked so good last week. It was wonderful to see. Oh, I, it was so amazing. I don't have him in any leagues, and I was still sitting there with like a smile on my face on TV, like, son of a bitch, this guy did it. This yeah, guy's really out here doing it. So much for him, calling him worth that first round pick. Do you think he's worth the first round pick now? A first round pick? Yeah. I would yeah. say first round pick. Top five? Not that's, yet. That's a victory lap. So the one thing that did kind of worry me in that game on Thursday um, goal line carries. The goal line and the third down work. Why is Daryl Williams out there? Get him off of the field. Let Clyde be the running back. He is good enough to be that guy. I And Daryl Williams, I'm pretty sure, dropped a pass and got stuffed on the goal line. So I'm not too worried about him getting more options. I just hope he doesn't stick that third down roll all season because that will kind of hurt Clyde's you know, ultimate upside. Yeah, and I'm not worried about that at all. I mean, it was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's first game as an NFL player in his career. He still had 25 carries. I expect those targets to go up. They're, they're just trying to not overload him. But still, though, 25 carries and a lot of goal line work. I realize he didn't convert. But if you watched that game, he didn't convert because of that offensive line on the goal line. It really wasn't on him. And he looked electric. I mean, I watched him. I was watching him juke guys out. That touchdown like, run was beautiful. Oh, man. I'm, I'm very excited. And he's so watch small just watching him slip in and out of these guys. It he was reminds like, me of Maurice Jones, Drew. It was weird seeing that. Like, I didn't realize how small he was until, like, I'm watching that game. Like, is he really, like, he looks like Darren Sproles or something out there. Just like a beefier Darren Sproles. And dude was weaving in and out of tackles, man. It was fun to watch. Definitely uh, starting him. Definitely starting Tyreek. Definitely starting. Are you um, starting Sammy? No, I will never start Sammy. The Lizard King. Seta? Uh, I probably won't start Watkins. I'd start Kelsey though, and the rest of the guys you get you guys named. Yeah, absolutely with Kelsey. That's without a doubt. Yeah, I I want to hold off, and I'm definitely not starting Demarcus Robinson, or um, I, I'd like to not start Michael Hardman either. It's just too it's too spread out. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no predictability there with those uh, Kansas City wide receivers other than Tyree Kill. So, and even he's not like super predictable sometimes, but his ceiling games are just weak winners. So you got to play him. Uh, moving on to the Charger side of the ball, Tyrod, I know you liked him. Yeah, I would definitely not mind having Tyrod as like my QB if I had a, if I was streaming QBs all year. All right. Uh, Austin Eckler. You know, I like him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's definitely somebody you should play. Uh, Josh Kelly. Not yet for me. I don't, I don't hate putting him in the flex spot just because of the high scoring game. I think this may be. I would prefer not to. It's not what I want to do, but I I could see why you would. Um, I'm starting. I have no problem starting Keenan Allen. Mike Williams. Are you starting Mike Williams? Are you? I am. If if I have to, I wouldn't mind Mike Williams being my wide receiver three or flex spot this week. Just because I think this game will be Tyrod will need to throw. And when he was throwing deep last week, he was fine at Mike Williams. I'd set him. I guess we don't have an argument there. I'm starting Hunter Henry, though. Yeah, I definitely like Hunter Henry in this matchup, too. All right, and that's it for that game. Are you playing Chiefs defense? Um, I mean, you could. They're not a horrible option. No, I'd play the Chiefs defense. I would not touch the Chargers this week. Obviously. Well, you never reasons. touch. You never touch a defense against Mahomes. Come on now. Yeah, no. Uh, next game we got Baltimore at Houston. This is gonna be a good game. Yes, I'm excited to watch this game. J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram. What do you do with them? 
I'm comfortable starting Ingram. I do not want to start Dobbins yet. All right. I'm kind of on the same boat with you, Seta. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I, I w- if J.K. is like my best shot at a flex or something, I wouldn't hate it. He's definitely part of their offense. So that's a good thing you can be confident about. It's just the level of efficiency is going to have to – it's going to vary throughout the season until towards the end. So you got to be aware of that, but I wouldn't hate putting him in there. Yeah, and uh, you're going to play everyone else that you would normally play. So you're going to play your Mark Andrews. You're going to play your Hollywood Browns. I'm a little nervous for Deshaun this week with that Ravens front. Yeah, definitely lower expectations on Deshaun and majority of the options in Houston. that – that offensive line on Thursday looked like trash, compa- even against the Chiefs' defense. Who, yeah, they have Chris Jones, but I mean, their their defense isn't the best defense in the league, and Baltimore's defense is very, very, very solid. Now, what makes me like Ingram and makes me like this game is this: the fact of how much of an elite quarterback Deshaun Watson is compared to like a Baker Mayfield. So, I do think Deshaun is going to find him. He's going to find a way to stay in this game to the point where they can't just play the let's sit on it and throw our backups in and kind of coast to a victory the way right. they have in the past. Deshaun will definitely keep them on their toes. But um, David I'd, Johnson, are you playing David Johnson this week? Um, You kind of have to. Yeah. I don't know if you, you have you, to. No, you have to. You only got like two or three more weeks of him left. So, <laughs> Damn. <laughs> wow, you got, you that gotta, was harsh. You got to get the value when you can. All right, uh, you're playing Will Fuller. I'm definitely concerned for David Johnson. I'm definitely Will Fuller is about the only person on that team that I'm really not concerned for because I think Will Fuller's role is pretty much secure. He's gonna. He seems like he's the bona fide one there who's gonna get a fair share of targets, and on top of that, he does have that big play upside. All right, moving on. Yeah, we, we can move forward. Sunday night football: New England Patriots at Seattle Seahawks. I'm excited for this one. Let him cook. Let him cook. Now, let's start with the New England side of the ball. Cam Are you starting Newton. Jason Myers? Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Cam Newton. I like Cam Newton a lot this year. No, I, I, I like think I like him this week. Yeah, I like him in fantasy. I, I mean, I'm not too the, – the Seattle defense isn't all that special. Um, they're, they're solid across the board, but nothing crazy. So, I think Cam could still get something going on the offense. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. And we saw what happened to Seattle's secondary last week. I mean – Gave up a hell of a lot of points to those uh, Falcons wide receivers, eh? What concerns me is Cam makes mo- more of his money running the football, and it seems like that that's what that New England team wants to do. So I think they're going to stick with that plan. And I don't – that Seattle defense, I, it might be better against the run. I don't know. We'll see. There's not enough. It's a very new defense. I need to see more out of this team before I can really gauge where I think they are. Yeah, and that also may hurt um, some of the upside on both of the teams. So – if they're going to be running the ball nonstop, they might be a quicker game, not as many passes. So you got to look at that for the upside on the Seahawks and the Patriots. Yeah, Cam Newton, Julian Edelman, only people I'm playing on the New England side of the ball. Yeah, I don't week. want to start Harry. I don't want to start whoever no. their tight end is. I don't want to start Sony Michelle either. No. And uh, same with James White. Same to the Seattle ball. You're playing your Metcalf. You're playing your Lockett. You're playing your Russ. And if you have Carson, you have to play him. But I suggest you trade him beforehand. I've got no arguments there. I'm not touching anyone else on that team. Yeah, it's those big four on Seattle, and that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, I don't really want to touch their tight ends yet either, so, I mean, that's kind of where yeah, I'm Yeah, I at. think Greg Olson had a couple good looks in the he red zone and stuff. And stuff I think. Yeah, he had, he had one. But Is Disley supposed to be back this week? Disley? I, I don't know much about that. That's yeah. something I've not kept up on. Yeah, but if, if it's Olsen out there running all those routes, no thank you. Uh, Even if it's Olsen or, or Disley, I mean, it seems like Metcalf has – 
taken over that number two role officially. Like, that's what he didn't do in the beginning of last year. I think he's finally done it. Yeah. Uh, we got our last game. We got Monday Night Football. New Orleans Saints at Las Vegas Raiders. Start your Josh Jacobs. Start your Josh Jacobs. Let's start with this New Orleans side of the ball. We got Michael Thomas's. It's not official as of this moment. It's but official. He's I out. I haven't seen official yet. I've seen a reporter say he could miss a few, or he he's going to miss a few weeks, but no one has like officially claimed it, so I don't want to officially say it yet. But he's, unless Garofalo or Schefter says it, I'm not believing it. <laughs> or Rappaport. Yeah, forget that rat. Uh, <laughs> Tom Pellerisso of NFL Network has reported it is Ooh, worse that, that's a, that's than a expected. Guy. And he's going to miss multiple weeks. He's I, out. We are playing on the assumption that Michael Thomas is out. Drew Brees, you playing him? Yeah. I mean, it, the, Ra- the Raiders' defense isn't really anything to kind of be worried about. I would still start Drew Brees with confidence. All right. Alvin Kamara, obviously. 100%. Latavius Murray? No. I'd, I I. mean, it's you could definitely do worse. Latavius had a lot of rushing yards last week and a lot of rushing attempts. Like, Towards the end of the game, I was looking at Kamara's stats, and he was not doing anything. He had, like, 30 total yards. That's the thing. It's Kamara's it's, – he's so touchdown dependent, but he's always getting touchdowns. Like, you'll see – you'll get a stat line. He'll have six carries. He'll have six for, six receptions. That's, like, nothing crazy, but he'll also find out to have a way to have some 175 yards and three touchdowns, and that's how Kamara beats you. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to playing Murray this week. I think he can really hit him up the gut. Uh, wide receivers wise, are you playing Sanders? I wouldn't hate being Sanders. I mean, I he, he moves into the number one. Him and Cook, I wouldn't hate either of those guys. Yeah, which and I would not start. Um, Traquan. I would definitely not start Traquan Smith. All right, Jared Cook or Hunter or uh, Hayden Hurst. Jared Cook. I Ooh. agree with that. Just because no Michael Thomas, he's got to throw the ball to someone. Jared Cook's always been reliable, and for being as touchdown dependent as he can be, he's pretty good at getting those touchdowns. So. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders side of the ball, Derek Carr. No, I, I just think there's a lot of better options this week. Yeah, that that Saints defense is pretty stout. I would say so. Like I would definitely start Philip Rivers over Derek Carr. I would definitely start Gardner Minshew over Derek Carr. I would definitely start Kirk Cousins over Derek Carr. These are three options that I would start be like 25 other people over Derek Carr this week. I would start Baker Mayfield over Derek. Carr. I would too. I would start Ty God. Same. I agree with that. I would start. Nathan Peterman. I would, too. The Raiders should start Nathan Peterman over Derek Carr. Okay, you, you I've your, been saying you, you that. bite your tongue here. I, I, uh, we can't have a podcast that supports Nathan Peterson. Peterman. Can't do that. No. <laughs> I got a Peterman jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who else do you know can throw five interceptions in one half? It's I mean, record-breaking. He's great for the defense, that's for sure. <laughs> Josh Jacobs, obviously. Uh, Pass-catching options. Yeah, you're playing Darren Waller because you, you used high draft capital on him. I just want to throw this out there really quick. This is a revenge game for Jared Cook. I, li- I literally was thinking that. I was like, wait, he used to play for that, right? Because I was like, who, who am I tight end? I'm like, Jared Cook. I'm like, oh, wait, he's not a Raider anymore. No, it's been a while. It's been a couple of years. You got the Walrus. I would start him. Uh, you're, yeah, you use Crapital on him. You're playing him. Ruggs? I really like Henry Ruggs. I like him. The injury that he had last week concerns me. So I would. But he did come back to the field. So. Yeah. I, he's not a terrible play. I, I think there's a lot of better options just while you wait for him to kind of come into his own. I don't want to start. I would definitely want rather start him than Brian Edwards right now. Yeah, I'm not playing Edwards. I'm not playing Renfro. Aguilar caught that touchdown, and that's the only thing Edgar. he's ever caught in his life. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. For for Ruggs, too, um, 
he's probably not like you know penciled in as one of your top three receivers. So if you have better matchups than going against the Saints, who have pretty good defense, you know you can look elsewhere. All right, anything else, boys? Da da da. More breaking news? Yeah, it's uh, just kind of going back forward. Into, it's kind of just turned into a back and forth here. So I am on Twitter right now. And um, from same guy, Tom uh, Pelariso. i got to learn how to pronounce that. Dude. I think it's Pelicero. You got it. Allen Robinson's agent, Brandon Parker, reiterated tonight that Robinson has not requested a trade amidst contract talks. So um, does he want out? Does So still a smash mouth play this week? I'm gonna say, I don't trust an agent saying anything ever. I'm just saying it's something that's been reported that, you know, somehow, yeah, yeah I mean, you are right. Usually when they say he doesn't want to trade and then two days later he's traded. Yeah, so. He's saying that as the agent is like, he doesn't want to trade, but he's texting other GMs, <laughs> like, come get my guy. He obviously what do you want? From- so that takes us out of this week's matchups episode and best of luck to you and your fantasy football matches. And we will see you guys next week. Also, Sunday before the games, make sure you keep tweeting at us. We loved all the engagement, and we love all the help and everything we can handle to you guys. So keep it up. Start sick questions. We love that shit. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. At Hit Stick Fantasy on Twitter. Love all of you.